1: Welcome to the show. This is Josh Thompson, pastor at Legacy City Church. I'm here with Pastor John Randall, and we are talking about faith over fear today, healthy and unhealthy fear with all that's going on in our world. And uh, I want to go to the phones here spend this time together getting some questions and comments from the phones. And so um, if you'd like to call in, the number is 888-52-TALKS. Eight 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 five two 52 talks or eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. 528 2557 Call in with your questions. I'm here with Pastor John Randall. We're answering the phones. Uh, we'll let the lines light up here in just a minute. Um, I want to talk about this a bit more um, this story, this picture of Jesus being in the boat while this storm is going on and the disciples come in all nervous, all scared, thinking they're going to drown. The winds are big. The waves are big. They don't know what to do. And they walk up to the load, the Lord, as he is sleeping on his pillow and they say, Lord, we're going to perish. And he says to them, why are you afraid? Oh, you of little faith. What was their little faith? They were not believing in the one who was on the boat. They had real fearful things happening around them. There were storms. There were waves. The, the boat could have went down. But Jesus is looking at them saying, why are you scared? Why are you nervous? I'm not worried. Why are you We see unhealthy fear all around us, such crippling fear in our society that people literally aren't leaving their houses. And the biggest one that we've been talking about and thinking about has been, why aren't people getting back to church? Why aren't Christians showing up to church? We need to see people back worshiping together, studying God's word together, ministering together. We need to keep doing this. We have a lot of storms on the horizon, and we need to get ready as a church for these storms. I was shocked to read that UK article that the entire na- in the entire nation, only 25 people under the age of 18 died of COVID during 2020, but five times that amount committed suicide during 2020. How can this be? We have five times the amount of people dying from suicide than from COVID of young people. Mm-hmm. And here we are continuing on acting like nothing is going on. It's because people don't have community. It's because people are living in fear. There's a greater killer than COVID, and it is fear. It's crushing people. It's destroying families. It's destroying communities. It's destroying churches. And so, um, John, it's been a joy to have you on the show and uh, to talk about this phrase, faith over fear, a phrase that uh, really you've coined and uh, continued to push and challenge the church in. And it's been a, a beautiful thing to see the church step up in that way.
0: You know, Josh, it's so encouraging to know that the Bible does say that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And we need to remember that, that Over 365 times in the Bible, it says, do not fear, do Mm. not be afraid. And we need to, we need to believe that. And, and faith overcomes, truly overcomes fear, faith in what faith in God, faith in the God that is not limited by anything. He can do everything. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. And Josh, we need as the people of God to get back
1: to believing what we say we believe in his word. If you're just tuning in, this is Pastor Josh Thompson. I'm here with Pastor John Randall, and we are looking to the phones here. We like, we'd like we like to talk more about fear in our society and really what's been happening to the churches, what's been happening uh, maybe in your workplace, maybe right here in the city. Uh, we got a lot of things on the horizon. We're talking about vaccine passports, uh, shutting down another potential lockdown in the city, um, we know that, uh, this, this is really causing more problems in relationships with people. Uh, now the big conversation is, are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? Um, and, and people are, you know, basically using a poll to keep their distance. And it's really sad to see, um, if you're just tuning in and you want to call in, here is the call number eight 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 five two 52 talks 888-528-2557. Uh, we'd love to hear from the listeners today and spend uh, quite a bit of time here on the phone just talking through things um, and so if you'd like to ask a question or you 'd like to comment about this, please uh, go ahead and uh, tune in and we will uh, we'll get you on the phone here um, here in Studio City here in Los Angeles, um, there is a lot of unknown going on right now. We as a church we're already being asked uh, what is going to happen in the next couple weeks. Um, because we hear talks of potential lockdowns, we hear talks of the vaccines being mandated and enforced, um, specifically for state workers. There has been a lot of conversation around the hospitals, around firefighters, around police officers. Um, have you seen this been going on in your town, John?
0: Yeah, certainly. I've, in fact, this even this last weekend, Josh, I had um, I signed three different religious exemption forms from people who work in those various fields. Uh, and and they were saying, can can you sign this for me? Will th-? and I just said, hey, listen, I'll sign if this helps you. If this gets you a religious exemption, then then so be it. Josh, it's amazing because it's causing division in every area, and this is really the devil's behind this. I mean, division is his is his whole goal to divide and conquer. And so you find division in the world, division in the political realm, division in the workplace, division in families. Josh, mm. I know families that they they have grandchildren that they're not allowed to see unless they get vaccinated, wow. unless they come in and mask, and so it's just divided in every direction, churches and church members. And and it's just, we, we see it happening all around us.
1: There's lines being drawn by everyone. And I think this is, while we can't put our finger exactly on the agenda of what is going on here in the world, it seems to definitely be part of the agenda of the enemy from the back end. He would love uh, to divide us uh, and then to conquer. We know kingdom divided cannot stand, and uh, we definitely see this uh, again in families. We see this in friendships. We see this in the church, and uh, this will be a very interesting um, storm to navigate on the horizon. Um, this is this really brings up the question: uh, What is Jesus asking us to do uh, as Christians during this time when the storms are coming? How are we? to, uh, handle these storms on the horizon. They're unknown. And I guess that's what causes fear. People don't know what to expect. They don't know what's going to happen. We have this new Delta variant that is supposedly showing up. And, uh, what is it doing? Strikes fear into people again. And it's all of the unknown. What do we do about this? Oh no, they're going to vaccinate mandatory vaccine. What are we to do about this? Saw an article just the other day that Canada, I believe, is starting to uh, put in, put this in place, this mandatory uh, vaccine passport in order to enter the country. And so now um, we're not going to be able to enter other countries. We're not going to be able to travel. Are these things going to be in place. It strikes all kinds of fear. Um, in our society. If you're just tuning in, this is Pastor Josh Thompson. I'm here with uh, Pastor John Randall, and uh, if you would uh, like to ask a question or comment on any of the things we've been talking about, uh, the number to call in here is 888-52-TALKS or 888-528-2557. We would love to uh, talk with you and spend some time... uh, Answering any questions you guys might have, um, but we are we are heading into this just like you are. We're trying to navigate it just like you are. The difference, I think, this time from 2020 is you know fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, uh, I mean, or fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Right? This is I think uh, one right. of the presidents got this wrong too, and right. I got it wrong on That's the radio, right. John. I mean, this is right. happening.
0: I just let you go. It's okay. It's all right. There's grace.
1: Um, But this this is real. Um, This is actually happening. And we are here in 2021 trying to navigate this once again. And there's going to be all these unknown things on the horizon. There's the winds. There's the storm. The boat is filling up. What are we to do? How are we to react?
0: Right. Yeah, Josh, I for us, I mean, I, I saw this and I remember it was it was like a week ago when all of these things started coming to the surface once again. And suddenly people were talking again and people were coming into the congregation and I could see the heaviness from the headlines, and I just responded, and I said, from the very jump, from the very start of the service, I said, listen, no matter what happens, we're not deterring our course. Mm. We, we are going to—Jesus is at the helm, Josh. We got to keep—we got to ride this thing out, and um, he's going to—he brought us through 2020. I told our people he's going to bring us through 2021.
1: Amen. Amen. I believe he is. We're going to go to the call here. Looks like we got somebody on the phone. Uh, we're going to—okay. Uh, we, they're, they're still answering the question there, and so uh, we're going to have them on in just a second. But uh, you're right, as we head into this season, I am going to be very cautious in making quick decisions as to close the church or to run away from all that's going on. Instead, I'm actually going to go the opposite direction and take steps of faith, believing that God has a plan, believing that God knows what he's doing, and we are not being um, irresponsible in these ways. Like I said, if, if, if you're not going to church, but you're going to all the other places in town... Um, You have to ask yourself the question, why am I not going to worship? This is a heart issue. This isn't a virus issue. This isn't a health issue. This is something else going on because there are plenty of opportunities and ways uh, to get to church. I would love to see the churches packed out and full once again. We need to open the doors and continue right through this storm, trusting that Jesus is in the boat Doing, putting all the things in place that we can possibly do so that people can show up and worship and study the Word of God together and find fellowship. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, Josh, when, when the, the, the first time this came out, the first wave came, the first set, as it were, when there was a season right around Thanksgiving when it went through our church and so many people were getting COVID— and and a bunch of people got it, and and I thought, oh no, as a pastor, Lord, did I make the wrong decision? In fact, the, I think it was the service the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I looked out and I thought, oh man, I mean, I could we, the whole group that was there normally it's a pack service and we were spread out. I thought we could all go out to dinner afterwards, but probably no one would be open. So, but anyways, I realized everybody had been infected, and, and I, I suddenly was struggling with it. And then, you know what, Josh, people started coming back. And this mm. is what I told our people. If we are going to come through this, then we've got to go through this. Mm. And it happened. And our people came back stronger, more excited to fellowship saying, don't worry about us. We'll see you in two weeks. And they just kept coming back and coming back and growing, growing. So now there is this culture, this environment of faith, faith that is is contagious among god's people Mm. because we all believe it we all are standing on this and it's like we are moving forward with the kingdom of god regardless of what the rest of the world's going to do
1: amen amen we've got bob on the phone here from san diego and uh we're going to take his comment take his question here bob are you there welcome to the show hey
2: how you doing excellent thanks you're welcome yeah, you know, I, I have an immune disorder called hypogammaglobulinemia, anemia, the boy in the bubble. And wow. uh, you know, I live outside I live outside the bubble and I get treatments every three weeks. And you know, I I you know, I have not even had fear and I have to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I have not feared because I know God is there. And mm-hmm. you know, I've been telling my friends that, you know, they're all worried about all the things going on, all this talk and I just put all my faith in God and just uh, you know, Go every day, and you know, I, I really haven't worried. I, I really feel comfortable, I feel calm. I'm not in all this stuff that's going around making people worry, and and I just kind of say, Have faith in God, and He'll you know, take care of you.
1: Amen. You know, Amen, Bob. And, and it, that's, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No, I, I'm fine. Go ahead.
1: It's incredible because you have underlining issues, yet you're still taking steps of faith to continue on living and loving life enjoying life you're loving your god loving your neighbor and uh continuing to enjoy life which a lot of people are crippled by their fear so much so they're not doing any of that but it's incredible to see you take steps of faith even in your illness and to say you know what i trust god i'm not going to do anything crazy i'm not going to i have my boundaries you you know what you need you know what you need to do but you're taking steps of faith and And not living in unhealthy fear. And here you are continuing uh, to live life. And I love how you said it. I'm not in fear. I walk in faith. I love it.
2: Yeah. And that's, you know, everybody needs to do it. And you have to learn, I guess, on your own. I tell all my friends, they go, how can you not so, you know, crazy and worried about all these things that are going on? Because I said, because God will not let me down. God will be there for me no matter what. And God will take care of me. He won't let me fail. You know, you just have to have that faith. And I've had to grow to, to do that. I wasn't always like that.
3: Mm-hmm. But,
2: you know, God has answered a lot of my prayers, and I feel comfortable, and I feel that he's by my side. And it's like that, that, that saying where you look behind you and you see footsteps. God is always there behind me, mm-hmm. lifting me up and taking care of me each and every
0: day.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He takes care of us. He guides us. He leads us. Thank you so much for the call, Bob. We really appreciate your perspective, and we really appreciate you sharing a bit more of your story, because there are people who do not have these kind of conditions, who are living in way more fear and are crippled at home and not navigating this. So thank you for your hope. Thank you for your faith. Thank you for your testimony. Uh, We are taking phone calls and questions. I'm here with Pastor John Randall, and we're... Uh, talking to people wanting to call in. Uh, any questions you might have, any comments you want to share, uh, we're talking about faith over fear. You can call in 888-52-TALKS or 888-528-2557. Again, 888-528-2557. Uh, we've got another call here. It looks like uh, Maricela uh, from San Diego. Um, Maricela, are you there on the phone?
3: Yes,
1: I am. All right. Thanks for your call.
3: Thank you. Um, I'm also seeking a religious exemption. Um, I have written only that it is my belief that COVID vaccines violate my religious beliefs, and um, I've got some literature that was put out by the Dakota, um, the, the Dakota North Dakota. I think. Let's see. Yes, it's North Dakota. the legendary. I think it's got to do with uh, having... It talks about um, how these uh, stem cells are from fetus, you know, from aborted mm. tissue. hmm So this, is that sufficient, do this, you think, for a religious exemption?
1: So this is an exemption you found online that um, kind of a, a legal team has put together. Is that right?
3: No, no, no. Um, well, North Dakota Be Legendary is an association, I would hope, in Dakota... And um, I have just—it speaks about how the vaccines have come from stem cells, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and because of that, my one line says, "To whom it may concern, it is my belief that the COVID vaccines violate my religious re- my religious beliefs." I'm hoping to attach that to my one line letter here, and I'm. Would that be sufficient or how do I... Well,
0: I think, I think that would help. I think yeah. that's, that's a good point that you make and it's a valid point. I would also encourage you to get some, um, some legal backing. There are different groups that are out there that you can research online and who can really help with some, with some legal weight behind what you're saying and as it relates to the First Amendment. And these are things that, you, that are in the law in order to protect us. And so I would get some legal counsel on that in addition, which I think could, could help. help.
3: Yeah, however the governor uh well in twenty eight twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen they took away religious exemptions in the state of California. It's good. So to... I'm just questioning if this will stand, um, because our religious exemptions were were removed back then mm-hmm. when it came to um immunization. I I work at a facility, we care for developmentally disabled adults. hmm and there are at least at least 15 other women that i know that do not want to have the vaccine
0: Right. I would encourage you, I, I have a friend, his name is Brad Dacus and he's the president of Pacific Justice Institute. And if you're listening, uh, I would encourage you to go to that website, Pacific Justice Institute, pacificjustice.org. Mm-hmm. And there you can get some information and even reach out to them. They do a lot of pro bono work. They're, they're happy to help. They, they take on a lot of cases that um, are able mm-hmm. to, um, to help situations like this. So I, I would encourage you to give them a call. And and see what they might say. Okay. I think they'd be able to really help you and and make a, a strong case as you present it to your to your office there or the place of uh, where you work. Okay.
1: Yeah. Thank
2: because you. Just,
1: thank you for this question. I was going to say there there's so many people trying to navigate this right now. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people trying to figure out. How are they exempt from taking the vaccine? And these are state workers. It is starting to being pushed more and more and more. And what I've heard from uh, some of the friends that I have working for the state is um, they are they are saying that people would uh, take testing uh, once or twice a week or be vaccinated. And so there may be an option to be tested once a week there at your work so that you don't lose your job. And that's that's one way. And then the other is I, I believe that they are. We're basically at this point of pressuring. This isn't a place of firing yet. And I think that they're at a place of trying to pressure and push people out of the the workplace, trying to get you to sign things um, and uh, consent to basically quitting. And so it's really important for you to read the fine line and the details of what they're making you sign. And then also, I do think that lawsuits are probably going to be coming up here in the next couple months as um, there's a lot of people who are saying, um we work in the medical field, we work, we're a firefighter, we're a police officer, we are, um, work for LADWP, you know, we work for the state, and we don't want this, and we want another way out, so you need to provide another way for us out, because um, you're not allowed to just tell everybody medically, you have to take a shot. Um, This, we know, is uh, really against the Constitution. Um, You're not allowed to do this to people, and uh, here we are in the name of um, such great fear and tragedy that could c- come upon the state and upon uh, our cities. We are forcing people now to do this. Um, excellent question. Thank you for calling in and uh, and talking with us about that. I know a lot of people are thinking that through. Um, we have a, another caller uh, coming in here, Lisa. She's in Encino. And uh, Lisa, welcome to the show.
4: Hi. Thank you very much. So my comment really was I, I work in healthcare also, and – so I've been um, experiencing everything going on. I've done hundreds of hours of research on all aspects of this, and you know I think that really the pandemic is a pandemic of misinformation. Mm. It is so mm-hmm. egregious, mm-hmm. and it is so evil. Mm-hmm. The information that comes along the airwaves and print, and I, I think you you touched on this last last Sunday, Pastor Josh that we need discernment, you know, and I think that's the key. I think people need to really pray their hearts out for discernment yes. on the information because that it's all leading to fear, the disinformation, you know, and and I kind of think that that's kind of where we're at now because I from my perspective that's what we're battling. And even people in healthcare You know, they just listen to what someone else says or, you know, they don't take a lot of time. I mean, it takes time to really do accurate research on the information and it's there. It's there for public consumption and, and people need to, um, you know, take a, take a look at what, what's there and just, just pray for that discernment on what's right.
1: This is a uh, great topic, Lisa. We're um, we're going to take a break here in just a second. I'd love for you to stay on the phone and we'll get right back to you as soon as we take a break here. But this is a big topic, uh, misinformation and where to find good information and the time and really it takes to find good information, the prayer and discernment to actually be able to discern between good and bad information. This is not easy. And so... Um, please stay on the line. Uh, This is Pastor Josh Thompson from Legacy City Church. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Welcome to the show. This is Josh Thompson, pastor at Legacy City Church. I'm here with Pastor John Randall, and we are talking about faith over fear today, We are going to the phones, and we are answering questions and taking comments. If you're just listening and you want to jump on with us, you can call. Here's the number, 888-52-TALKS or 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Just before the break, we had Lisa on the phone, and uh, we were talking about praying for discernment. On with with all of the information that continues to come out and trying to navigate through stacks of papers and information and research. And, um, Lisa, I'd love to hear more about that.
4: Well, I I think, you know, I think it's important to listen to the press conferences, you know, listen to what our mayors, our governors, um, et cetera, are saying. Going to the websites of the Los Angeles County health department or San Diego County health department, the California department of health and really read what they're saying there. And people will see things don't add up all the time, you know, and, you know, and, and going to the CDC websites and really, Mm -hmm. really doing your own, your own research. And I think that's the key. And it does take time. And sometimes it's hard to understand some of the graphs and, and whatnot, you know, as far as the information that's put out there. But I think that we have to do our own diligence, just like, you know, in all aspects of our, of our health care. You know, there, there's a certain responsibility, I think, that we have to take, you know, eating well, exercising, that sort of thing. And then also looking at and sifting through the information that's out there and not just accepting everything that, that we hear um, that comes across the airwaves because like i said before i mean it's evil in my in my opinion mm-hmm. a lot of the information that that's coming across because it's just flat out wrong mm-hmm. so much of it and um, i don't know you know i think we need to be
3: active researchers
0: yeah i agree with you i think and that's that a great
3: help with the discernment.
0: That's a great point that you make and i think one of the challenges josh i think as we look at this and we try to Um, be discerning, as has been mentioned, is the control of information. Because those that have a differing opinion have been silenced, or they have been, as we like to, as they like to say, canceled. Mm. So I can't even give you another opinion because that doesn't fit the narrative. So when you see the control of information and people who are also professionals, who are also doctors, who have another opinion being silenced, it becomes very suspicious, very suspect. In addition to that, when you're offering people you know, uh, drugs and alcohol. And you can also, you know, win, be a part of the lottery. If you get a shot, like why, why so much emphasis, what is going on here? And so when you see all of that happening, we need to be discerning. We need to be aware of what's happening. In addition to that, when you see 6,000 people, um, died from the shot, those who are having complications who go in their doctors don't, don't know how to treat them because they have never treated them for, for the ramifications of this shot. I think we have to be discerning and and there's a 99% recovery rate. Why, why is it that? People don't want to talk about that that's mm-hmm. that's really important it's right. a high percentage yep. and I think uh, with that alone we should we should be discerning and know uh, what we need to do so it's a good point that's been made and uh, it's a valid one thank you so much
1: yeah thank you Lisa yeah, thank for your call you. we appreciate it mm-hmm. it's it is Thanks. really important that we do pray for discernment yeah. it is really important that as we navigate websites and and trying to figure out Lord please show us the way there is so much um Misinformation online, and the sad thing is, I don't know if people realize this: is that there is um, there are algorithms that are taking place on your social media account. There are algorithms taking place on your Google search account, and you will find yourself going down a rabbit hole um, that is really only one way. And what we need to do, what was really helpful for me is to try and study and listen and understand both sides of the argument. You you understand where uh, both sides are coming from. Then you are able to discern uh, down the center what is actually true and what's not true. And it's, it's not easy to do this because, as you said, John, there's so much suppression of information going on everywhere. Um, there are doctors, world-renowned doctors, going um, on file saying that, on record saying that. They can cure COVID. That they know there's a case in South Africa. A doctor who treated 4,000 patients. There were only two patients that died out of the 4,000. These are people with underlining conditions. He was able to treat them early, and he was able to get after it and help them. This other doctor. In which I had their names in front of me, um, but he was able to help his dad who had dementia. He was in his 80s, and he tells the story of how COVID uh, struck his father, and all of a sudden he could see he, he's deteriorating, and and he just used the elements and the practices that he has, the training that he has, and he literally started to troubleshoot, and he figured out things that actually worked, and used multiple medications to be able to cure his father. There are doctors on the planet who are doing this. The problem is... If you can actually cure it, if 90, 95 percent, or 99 percent will recover, and especially with treatment, then guess what? We might not need a vaccine, and that isn't going to go well for stakeholders in the vaccines. And this is a whole another topic. Uh, we'll we'll press hold on that for now. But we are taking phone calls, and uh, this is part of the problem with the vax. We had a call earlier that had jumped on there, was asking what's the big deal with the vaccines? Why? Why wouldn't we do this? Well, first off, it's not FDA approved. This is a huge thing. We don't need, you don't need food in America. It's not FDA approved. But beyond that, um, why would we be testing something on ourselves? And let me ask you this question in which you don't know the ingredients. Do you know the ingredients of the vaccine? Do you know what's going into your body? If you don't know what it is, you're just trusting the person across the table This is dangerous, especially when we don't know what's going on. As you said, John, 6,000 people have died from the vaccine already. And uh, I heard a statistic that it only takes 25 deaths of a testing of a vaccine in order to shut the whole program down. We have 6,000 deaths, and uh, we have a lot of problems still breaking out. We've got a couple more phone calls here on the line. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you'd like to call in 888-52-TALKS or 888-528-2557. Uh, please give us a call. Love to hear your question. Love to hear a comment. We have Katie on the line. Um, welcome to the show, Katie. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Are you there?
4: Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear
1: me? Yeah.
3: Hi.
1: Welcome to the show.
3: Um, hi. <laughs> this is your wife.
1: My wife is calling in the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Thompson is on the line. Thanks for calling in, babe.
4: Um, I do have a question. I'm not just calling in. You're not just calling but, in to say
1: hi to me and John? This is I'm great. I'm
4: calling in to say hi to you and John. I'm excited, and I wanted to make you guys a little jealous. Malibu, Surfline was saying it was only one to two, but actually it was three to four. What? It's it three to like, four right now? No, wh- mm. Yeah. It's Man, a week,
1: oh, it's we might a have to grab way the way boards after. All right. Board meeting.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make you jealous, but it was beautiful. Um, my question is, I you guys were talking about kids in the U.K. suffering from depression. Oh, that's chip. <laughs> and um, my question was, how do you handle creating a calm atmosphere at home with your kids during this time. Like, how do you, how do you John, and uh, you, um, babe, help by making your home a place where there isn't fear and as Christians we can create that place
1: that's safe for our family. Yeah, it's a great question, John.
0: It's a great question, Katie, and I appreciate that. I'm sure that that's on the heart of a lot of people who are listening today. Maybe you're at home and you you know your kids are are hearing different things from the school system and they're hearing things on the media and I think you try to, you know, allow your home to be a sanctuary, a place where you can um you know, that the information that's coming in there is rooted in faith. It's rooted in the word, you know, for us, we, we bring our kids to church. We, we surround them with other people that are, that are like-minded. And when they have questions, we seek to answer them. And, and I think kids growing up right now, I mean, the thought of kids wearing masks everywhere you go and, and what they're, what they're dealing with and, and how they're, they're having to navigate through all of this. I think we just keep pointing them to Jesus and we keep, we keep declaring the truth to them. And, and I think that's, that's one of the best ways. I mean, I don't, I don't leave Fox news running on House, I don't. I don't want to hear the nonsense. I don't. I don't leave all those things constantly going because I, I want my ears to be tuned to something else. And mm-hmm. so, I, th- I think it's helpful to just um, set the boundaries mm-hmm. for information, even in your own house.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Good. yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is if we were imported back two thousand years into the early church, and we had our family, and we're there in Jerusalem, or we're there in the outskirts in one of those cities, and Christians were being persecuted at a high level. Um, literally being persecuted and and gone after and killed, Um, how would we as a family still remain in peace and not live in fear day in and day out? Uh, Crippling fear as to where um, our kids are looking at us like, oh my gosh, Dad, you're scared, you know, we're going to die, huh? And instead doing the opposite and saying, no, we stand in Christ. Um, This is our home. This is a peaceful place. This is where the Lord reigns. And uh, we, we are trusting in him one day at a time. And so, I mean, as we've tried to do at home, we, we try to make a peaceful, calm atmosphere. We keep doing fun things. We keep uh, enjoying life together. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to stop enjoying life. I'm not going to stop loving God in our home. I'm not going to stop loving our neighbors when we see him. I'm not going to stop uh, going to the beach and surfing and hanging out and having a great time with my family. The whole world could be on fire and everything, everybody else can be, Uh, in panic and freaking out. But we are going to stay. keep our eyes on the Lord. I love this scripture. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And in the midst of war, in the midst of chaos, we can remain in perfect peace if we keep our eyes on Jesus. And that's a lesson I want to teach to my kids. That's a lesson I want to teach in my home. And that's what we're trying to do. Babe, thanks so much for calling in. That's a fantastic question. And and you got to let me hear little Chef, my bub. Okay. Love you, babe. Bye. We are taking phone calls. We'd love for you to call in and meet with us. We're going to take a break here, and we've got a couple more on the line. I see Yammy. Please stay on the line with us. We've got another phone call waiting as well. Please stay on the line with us. We will get back right after the break. If you'd like to call in with a question or with a comment, the number is 888-52-TALKS, 888-52-TALKS, or 888-528-2557. Um, I'm here with Pastor John Randall. We're having a fantastic time answering questions, and uh, we would love to spend some more time with you. Um, This is Pastor Josh Thompson from Legacy City Church. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Welcome to the show. This is Josh Thompson, pastor at Legacy City Church. I'm here with Pastor John Randall, and we're talking about faith over fear in our world we're taking phone calls and we got a couple on the line right now and so we're going to go right to them we got yami in uh, west covina are you there on the line hi hi yami welcome to the show
3: um i just wanted to add a little more to the uh caller that she suggested that we do our own research and i agree with her i completely agree with Mm -hmm. her There's tons of information out there. Um, It is hard to read some of it if we're not medical professionals. But I also wanted to add that when you blatantly see all the lies, you know, all the in your face or all the stuff that people are pushing the vaccine do, but they don't allow regular citizens, you know, like the big party that happened this weekend. Right. or something like that up there you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. but then you know they, they want to um keep the citizens under different rules so it's it's hard you know you have discernment common sense research all of that and prayer of course
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: but for me it's the life
1: Same. You know, when when the narrative changes so fast, you know, we go from saying this, this is the answer. Then now, no, this is the answer. Now, no, this is the answer. And I think the biggest one for a lot of people that really has bothered our population and our city has been, okay, everybody needs to get the vaccine, get this thing, and you're going to be good. And immediately people get it. And then boom, now they're all getting sick. And then we're back to masks on. And now, even if you're vaccinated, I was in the gym this morning, and uh, two older guys um, who were vaccinated were being bothered by another lady. Um, they were, she was giving them a hard time because they were on the treadmill and their mask was a little low. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, these guys are actually vaccinated and they're doing all the right things and they're still being harassed. And uh, this is really sad. It's an inconsistency in our society. And I think a lot of people are waking up to it. It's like, okay, we're need another shot and then we need another shot and we gotta do another lockdown and we gotta do another thing. It's like, wait a minute. What are you guys doing? Does anybody really know what they're doing out here? You're right. we got to use common sense. And we, even though we, don't, we may not be able to uh, shuffle through medical files and understand all the details of procedures and how they come to these conclusions, we can use some common sense and step back and look at the big picture and say, hey, something is not right here. Um, and we need, we need to pray for discernment. We need to ask the Lord to lead us. Yes, we definitely do.
3: And um, now that you mentioned, um, you know, the intention is also division, division among the citizens, you know, because they know that once everybody wakes up or gets what's really going on, they, they can't be pulling the wool over everybody. So now we got vaccinated against vaccinated or vaccinated, you're not covering your face completely. You know, it's just to create chaos on top of that.
1: It's true. People,
3: Controlled
1: chaos. It's true. Yeah, controlled chaos. And um, and that is another sign that uh, something's not right. Things are out of control. we're dividing the people over and over. They're not doing a good job at leading the people. And uh, we we as Christian leaders need to be doing a good job at trying to make sure people feel uh, they can govern themselves, and also we can stay unified in Christ. This is very important. Yami, thanks so much for your question and comment. We really appreciate it. we got Ginger on the line in Ontario. Uh, Ginger, welcome to the show.
3: Hi, thank you. Um, I have a question um, about the balance about fighting back against the government, like our founding fathers did, versus... I hear some pastors that are pretty silent on what's going on and mm-hmm. just need to say that Jesus is coming back, you know, any day now. So I, I was trying to find a balance, like, where I get because I'm a very patriotic person, mm-hmm. and um, inside of me I get kind of, like, outraged about our liberties being taken from us. So I, I just was curious what you gentlemen um, might have comments on that.
0: Well, I think, uh first and foremost, I think as believers, um, Ginger, we have to remember that, this battle And I, I remind myself of this And I remind our people of this Our battle ultimately Isn't against flesh and blood There is something behind this That is insidious That is evil We see it We know it's the devil His MO is division exactly. he, it's, it's, it's all about this And so we and lies I mean this is what we're seeing happening And conditioning people Etc and, and I do think there has to be and, and you bring up a valid point A balance You know do, For me as a pastor I'm, I don't want to be a guy That gets in the pulpit every week and And quotes the constitution And constantly preaches uh, all these things that I'm against at the same time I don't want to be one of those guys that waters it down and never says anything and just is a coward and I think that's equally exactly. wrong there is a balance and so for us when we go through the scriptures we're teaching like for example this Sunday we're in Revelation chapter 3 uh, 13 and we're talking about the mark of the beast and I was mentioning to the people isn't it amazing that in the end times when this mark is to be instituted that the entire world is going to take that mark now you might have thought years ago no way the whole world is going to take it that's crazy no one would ever do that come on pastor john are you serious why would you say that oh i don't know look around look at what everybody's being conditioned to do and so i we have to have a balance and we need to stand and we need to be godly in our stance we need to honor those who are over us but listen when when what our leaders are telling us to do goes against what god's word says that's where you draw the line
1: that's right that's right i'd add ginger too you know one of the best ways that we can fight against what is coming down on us this this may not be a pull out your sword and go and fight uh in the way in the in the way we would think we should but one of the most powerful things Christians can do in a society is this stay married raise godly kids raise up a next generation that will love and serve the lord educate them at a high level let them get into amazing jobs and places in society Raise up another generation that worships and seeks the Lord so that when the voting comes down in the future, we know which way it's going. We're going to vote biblically. We're going to vote according to the ways of the Lord. One of the most powerful ways we can win and move forward in society and in culture is by discipling our kids and our families, staying married, loving and serving them in the name of Jesus, and watching God do the rest. This is how you change a culture. The attack is on the family. It's on the marriage. It's on the nucleus of the family. We've got to tear down the kids. We have to destroy them. And if they destroy the generation, if they can get into their minds, then guess what? The next generation is gone and will be in their hands. And so we have to rem- we, we've gotten We've gotten relaxed. We've gotten laid back. We've let this go too far. The pendulum is swinging the other direction, and we've got to wake up. And start making disciples right in our home once again, and let them impact the world around them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Josh, I would also add to that. You know, there is this there is this other imbalance where it's it's all about God saving America, and we forget about Jesus came to save the world. I mm. think that is equally imbalanced. We're mm. here to preach. Jesus Christ and him crucified when, when the disciples were under attack From the Romans, when they were under attack From the religious leaders of the day Their governing officials, what did they do? Josh, they got on their knees and they prayed mm. I think God is using mm. these things In order to awaken the church To get on its face God said, if my people who are called by my name Will turn from their wicked ways and repent mm. My people, not, not the world We're waiting for the world to change No, God's people get on their face Cry out, repent of their sin And God begins to move and revival breaks forth it
1: starts. Judgment begins in the house of God, and then it moves from there. Amen. Josh. Amen. Amen. That is it, Kyle. You have been on the line for quite a while. We want to hear your uh, comment or question, Kyle. Welcome to the show.
5: Oh yes, thank you so much, pastors, for uh, bringing this topic up. And I, uh, in hope that many people will keep talking about this on the radio and keep talking about it. Spread, spread the words. Um, and um, regards to the vaccine, the see, the, this is the thing is that we um, we, we can do our, our research, but what what I've done is that I prayed about it, mm-hmm. and I um, what we we should do is ask, seek, knock, and mm-hmm. pray, pray, and then what what happened is that. Uh, I got a discernment. God was directing me to the right places. And what I know about this vaccine is that um, it, it, this is what it's called for anyone who wants to write this down. It's, it's, it's a technology. It's called CRISPR-9 or crispr cas 9
1: Got it. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, Yeah. Is is that...
5: Anyone wants to look into that.
1: Thank you for uh, the information. We really appreciate it. And we would. We really do encourage people to check out things on their own, but also use discernment, you know, to see what is right and what is wrong and pray and ask the Lord, but then also research on both sides, you know, really find the balance, as John was saying, find the middle line. It's very important. Hey, we've had a great time of phone calls uh, this last hour. John, thank you so much for coming on the show and spending time answering questions. Um, where can people find information about you?
0: Well, um, we are down in South County, uh, California, and you could go to Calvary dot uh, to find out more about our church, our services. You could, um, also go to, um, John P. Randall and that's my Instagram name. If you want to go there, you can look up Calvary sjc also there on Instagram and it's a great way to stay connected.
1: And if you want to find John in the water, you can go down to San Clemente. You can paddle <laughs> out with them and maybe catch a couple waves, hang out. Have some tacos, have a good time. No, John, uh, always a blessing to spend time and uh, to talk with you and to minister with you. It's such a joy to be able to do this. And uh, what a joy to have so many phone calls. Sorry we didn't get to everybody on there. Um, I think we just about got to everybody. We're so thankful um, that you joined with us uh, really to worship on this radio station today, to turn our eyes to the Lord, Mm -hmm. to turn our gaze upon Him and to remember what He is up to. This is Pastor Josh Thompson from Legacy City Church. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.